This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. The NFL, man. There's some chaos in the NFL. Well, first of all, my Tampa Bay Buccaneers blew it last night. They lost to the Chicago Bears by one point. Who loses by one point? <laughs> I guess Tom Brady and the Buccaneers do. So are they Buck? Are the Bucks two and two now, or three and one, or one and three? I mean, uh, they're no, they've won at least two games. Okay, haven't they? Well, that's not too bad then. And they're not like your Buffalo Bills, Jim. No, four and zero. Oh. Yeah, the Bills are having a great start to the season, but now. With the COVID weirdness, that may be in jeopardy. So the Bills are supposed to play the Titans on Sunday, but the Titans can't follow simple rules when it comes to the, the COVID protocol. They were caught having a um, an organized workout at a private school, even though because of the, the COVID outbreak in Tennessee Titans organization, they were told they're not allowed to have practices right now. Oh, really? Yeah, so they they had some tests done yesterday, and they had more positive tests within the Tennessee Titans organization. So that means the Bills-Titans game that's scheduled Sunday most likely will be moved to Tuesday, but then the Bills are supposed to play next Thursday for their Week 6 game against the Kansas City Chiefs. So they'll have like two days to recover. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And yeah. does COVID go away in four days? Yeah. I, I, no. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing I don't get. We're hearing, okay, well, we'll give it another 24 hours. Is 24 hours really going to be the, the difference maker? I, I, don't, I don't get half of these NFL policies. None of the players are wearing masks, but the coach has to wear a mask. They won't shake hands after the game or the before Miami the game. The Miami Dolphins are talking about letting... All the fans back into the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> like the full capacity. 65,000 people. My fantasy league is in shambles right now. You should see the message board. Usually the, the chirping on the message board is is friendly. You know, like taking jabs at each other. But COVID has, uh, has just made everybody angry. Like some guys' best players are, are out and they can't pick anyone else up. So new spots were added, but... Uh, other people who are doing well are like, why are there new spots added? Why are people picking up players suddenly? Uh, you know, the rules have changed all of a sudden. This is not what I signed up for. I want my money back. No, I want my money back. No, you're not getting your money back. It's a nightmare for fantasy football. Guys, come on. <laughs> Let's come together. <laughs> Let's so focus much on what's important. <laughs> but the Bills, like, this could be their season, and this is another hurdle for them to... To overcome. Or not a hurdle. They just need to jump over the folding table, <laughs> get to the other side of it, and hopefully not crash through it yeah. because of the rescheduling here. This, I, yeah. The, you know, it's an anomaly year for a lot of teams. It, 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 maybe Buffalo's time to win in, in this crazy year, but uh, a lot of Buffalo fans think there's a conspiracy against them, and, and especially against Josh Allen, who's having, a, uh, obviously, a career year. It feels that way. You know, you got to play, you got 48 hours and you got to play another game. That's the way it's going to go next week, possibly. But hopefully the Bills can fight back, they can get through, and they can continue to have uh, an epic season here. Man, I feel sorry for Brad Pitt. Do you? Mm -hmm. Why is that? He's getting sued. (laughs) 
He's being sued for scamming a woman out of $40,000, Jim. What? Mm -hmm. Is this one of these crazy people that thinks he was talking to her (laughs) through the TV? Kelly Christina is a healthcare CEO from Texas. She says Brad Pitt contacted her two years ago to help him raise money for his Make It Right Foundation. That's a charity that he set up to help build, uh, rebuild New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. So it is a real charity organization. She sent him $40,000 over two years with the agreement that Brad Pitt would show up at some of her fundraising events. He was a no-show, that jerk. And they, they developed quite a relationship. They, they uh, really started confiding in each other. This Kelly woman and Brad Pitt, and there was were, there were some discussions of marriage. What? Yeah, Brad Pitt, uh, romantically interested in her. But when she stopped sending Brad Pitt money, he ghosted her, and now she's suing him for $100,000. This can't be the real Brad Pitt. You think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how embarrassing would, would it be to be the CEO of a healthcare company? <laughs> Who fell for one of these scams? We hear it happens yeah. all the time. We've had Taz and Jim Listers. Remember, we had that guy on, and he was talking about how he fell for one of those scams and, and tens of thousands of dollars he sent to a woman that he thought he had a relationship with, even though he had never met her. Oh, totally. There's a lot of lonely people that are just, um, you know, really looking for someone. And when that happens, people take advantage of them. Brad Pitt's lawyers saying that he has never heard of this woman. She is moving ahead. With her lawsuit against him. At what point do you just admit that you were the sucker? <laughs> yeah. Right? That you got scammed. Oh, man. How many of her friends did she tell that she was had this <laughs> in with Brad Pitt? She can't admit it. She can't admit it. And her friends probably looked at See, look. Brad Pitt's texting me. Here's the messages. Friends to her face. Oh, that's awesome, Kelly. Yeah. What do you mean? Go it's for the, it. What do you mean it's not Brad Pitt? His email is bradpitt313 at hotmail.com. It's got to be the real Brad Pitt. <laughs> so just a reminder, uh, I know with, uh, with everyone being isolated and distancing more than we ever have, you might be lonely, but do not give Brad Pitt any money Unless you meet him in person first, okay? <laughs> it's it, it's getting to be a little cliche to say, oh, 2020 is just the worst year. But when I saw this headline... Oh, no, Taz. What? What next? What else can we pile on here? When I saw this headline, I thought to myself, of course this happened this year. Because we've heard stories. Every year there seems to be a story about a Halloween decoration that's on somebody's front lawn or in a business. And somebody sees it, they're like, oh, I better call the cops. There's a there's a dismembered arm hanging out of that guy's trunk. Yeah, or there's a guy hanging from a tree or something at right. my neighbor's house. And then the cops show up and it was all a hilarious misunderstanding because it's just a Halloween decoration. Mm-hmm. In Baltimore, somebody thought, just to be safe, I'm going to call the cops um, to report just a pretty grotesque Halloween decoration in front of a bar. Cops showed up. That was dead body. Oh, no. Right. 
People had been walking past it. Oh. Everyone just assumed it was a Halloween decoration. Like, was it wearing a pumpkin head? Or, you know, that's not a decoration. Just a dead body on the ground is not a decoration. They are unsure what uh, the situation surrounding the body is at this point. It had suffered some sort of trauma. And uh, they're investigating as to what exactly the trauma was. Oh, man. I guess better safe than sorry. Maybe maybe if you see a body <laughs> around Halloween, just call it in. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Dead bodies on your front lawn, real or fake. Not a great Ooh. idea this year, yeah, okay? Maybe a giant spider. <laughs> Those are fun. Wayne is on the phone. He's got a question for us. Go ahead. Yeah, I was listening to that last segment there, and I was... I'm pretty sure when you guys are saying gourds, I thought they were gourds this whole time. Gourds. So I don't know if I'm wrong or you guys are wrong or what, but my whole life could be a lie. I don't know. Am I saying it funny, Jim? You're, you, you are kind of elongating it. Gourds. Gourds? Gourd. Like gourd, gourds? Maybe more? I thought like gourd is in Gordon like a guy. Like Gordon Lightfoot or Gord Downey. Yeah. Gourd? Is it gourd or gourd? Okay, here. I have I have the uh, Google pronunciation thing. I'm going to uh, play Jim, it on my computer. Jim, it's Google. You're saying it wrong. <laughs> Google. Gord. 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 I don't think it's gourd. I think it's gourd. You know what I'm saying? So it's gourd. somewhere in between. Yeah. It, it, somewhere in between. It does sound more like gourd when Google pronounces it, though. Okay. Well, yeah, when you guys were talking gourd. about it, I was like, I have no idea what he's talking about. Gourd. Gourd. What was that? Gord. That's no. the slow option. Okay. Gord. Oh, well, it's just... Type Gord. in, type in snood. <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard the word snood before this morning. And no. That's, no. A, that's a fun one. It's the little flap snood. of... <laughs> little flap of skin. Snood. Now type in snood. gourd snood. <laughs> For some reason, that's not an, uh, not an option. It's not an option. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, enough. Quit quit abusing this this option on your Google, please. Okay, so we know go- gourds are fruits. Gourds. I'm learning a, go- gourds are fruit. I'm learning a lot today. I don't know. Yeah, gourds are fruits because they have seeds. <laughs> that's simple. Turkeys are, Jim? Are delicious? Yeah. Birds. Oh. They're birds. <laughs> hey, what are you doing for Thanksgiving, Wayne? Uh, we, have, well, we have a wedding this weekend, and then we have a little get-together on the Sunday for a dinner. Oh, boy. Yeah. Super spreader Wayne. Thanks for calling right. in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. Yeah, see you, buddy. I, we're not doing anything in, in the Taz family. We were going to get uh, all my brothers and sisters together with my parents, but there's too many of us with all the kids. We added it up, and there's it's not an option. Even outside? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's an excuse for Mama Taz just not to cook a turkey this year. <laughs> are, are there people who really want to see their family that are not doing yeah. it because the government said no? Yeah, I think there are. Hmm. I hope there are. We don't want to get into a worse situation here. I, I don't mean, want this I'm just to be saying, over. Like, with all the kids, in the, it's just weird where we draw the line. All the kids in the school. Like, so I'm going to get a table at a restaurant, invite my family to the restaurant so we can hang out, but I can't have them in my well, only You can only have a limited number of people at each table. Sure. But you could have two tables. Yeah, you could have like five tables. And what's, what's the difference if it's your table, there's another family with another table over. It doesn't make sense. I know. Stupid.
but you let it go a little bit and then things go crazy. That's the problem. You got to draw the line somewhere, right? <laughs> I suggested to my mom, because they had already bought the turkey. I'm like, well, if we can't get together, maybe, mom, what do you think of this idea? You just cook Thanksgiving dinner for everybody, put it into go packages, and we'll just do like a Thanksgiving drive through where we drive our cars up to your house and you give us the food to take home and eat. And she started laughing hysterically. <laughs> She's like, yeah, and I'm like, and you don't have to do it for everybody. Just do it for my family. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to show up and she'll just have a Swish LA Thanksgiving festive special for you. <laughs> Suck it up, Taz. I'd take it, man. That would be amazing. So I don't know. This may be the first Thanksgiving in my life that we haven't had a turkey, mm. which is kind of sad to think about. But there's people with bigger problems, right? Totally. Definitely. I can imagine having a snood. <laughs> <laughs> it's Taz and Jim. I'm a little offended, Jim, by your request here. So uh, Jim and I... We're, we're both back at the radio station, but we're in separate studios still, physical distancing. And the only way we can see each other is by using the, the FaceTime feature on our phones. And you have requested a different angle. Yeah, because a lot of times Taz stands up when he talks on the radio, so the phone is on the, the, the table in front of him. And I'm looking up from what appears to be from your crotch. Like, I'm looking up at you. It's the worst angle... Maybe your wife likes that angle. <laughs> Maybe not, but well, I certainly she, do not. She liked it a lot more before we got married. <laughs> <laughs> before I let myself go. But, yeah, it's disturbing. It's uh, very uncomfortable. If I could get, like, a maybe a level one or maybe down... So Anything you don't like this angle, right? Is this the no, angle you're talking about? No, it's a gonzo angle from the worst, from the opposite end of the spectrum I like. You don't like this POV, no. Jim? <laughs> I am looking. Poor women. By I'm the looking way. down at you too. I know. That's what they see, huh? <laughs> Just the chin tucked inside the, the, its own chin. The double chin. I almost have a triple chin when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want? Ugh. Is this better? What this is? Yeah. Give me like a give me like a lying Instagram girl angle from the top. Okay. Yeah. yeah there we go. Yeah. You always know if you in the dating profile if the picture's taken from directly above the person. They're hiding something. <laughs> something. Maybe a wooden leg. I don't know what it is, but something's being hidden. Yeah. The perspective. This is not a normal perspective <laughs> to look at a person from. So you want me to hold the phone up here all, yeah. all morning? It's so actually flattering. I get it now, Instagram girls. Yeah. It's good. Look at that one chin. <laughs> I've only got one chin when I do this. Wow. So slimming. What about a little duck face? How's Perfect. That? Perfect. How do I look now? You look, you look great. Okay. Well, you look like the Unabomber. Could we do something about that? It's a little cold in here. I do have my hood up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. My heart's getting tired. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's Friday. Anything Anything for you, Jim? Just It can be a lower angle. Just further away. <laughs> All right. What if I lean it against that thing? Okay, that okay. Yeah, that'll do. All right. <laughs> Jim's not liking the POV. <laughs> And Jim, look who else is on the phone here. He called in. He heard us talking about how COVID is going to affect Thanksgiving plans this weekend and wanted to comment. It's Mayor Fred Eisenberger, the mayor Ooh. of Hamilton, Ontario. How are things going with COVID in Hamilton, Mayor? 
Well, it's, uh, you know, we're doing pretty well, although we're, we're anticipating, uh, you know, industrial cases as well. We're seeing some growth in the, uh, the virus. The, uh, the overriding concern is that they're now seeing a, a convergence of COVID and influenza, which, uh, you know, doubles our concern in terms of our healthcare system and our ability to be able to treat individuals that are infected. So it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a challenging time. I, unfortunately, uh, our recommendation for this Thanksgiving is going to be that people uh, only celebrate with people in their household. So don't bring guests into your home. Treat this uh, the way we celebrated Easter. Unfortunately, uh, is the way we're going to need to celebrate Thanksgiving this year. And uh, I know that's a tough pill to swallow for me and everyone else. Uh, we're all looking forward to being with family. But uh, this is not the right time to do that, given the, uh, the increasing cases that we're seeing uh, happening all around the province of Ontario. I'm sure we're not all looking forward to being with our families. <laughs> There's got to well, be some, some people listening right now who are like, hey, perfect, Mayor Fred just gave me my excuse. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, if that works for you, great. Uh, I, I certainly am going to miss my family. We're, uh, we're all a little heartbroken over this, but the reality is that this is something that's necessary right now. And, you know, let, uh, let, as the prime, prime minister said, let's, let's flatten this curve again so that we uh, can avoid any kind of a shutdown, uh, right. keep the schools open, and make sure that, uh, that we can celebrate Christmas. Now, Mayor Fred, are you a gravy or cranberry sauce kind of guy? Uh, both. Are you kidding? Loaded on? Look, it's not a Thanksgiving dinner if it doesn't have both gravy <laughs> and cranberry. Uh, uh, both need to be on the table for my liking. Okay, Mayor. Thanks, man. Appreciate you calling in. All the best. Jim, gravy, cranberry sauce. I'm more of a gravy guy. Yeah. Okay. I like the cran. You're a cran man? I like the cran. You and 420 dog face <laughs> ocean spray guy. Exactly. You get along great. Thunder only happens when it's raining. <laughs> like riding my skateboard and eating a turkey sandwich with cranberry sauce on it. Uh, that's viral. Players only love you when you're playing. <laughs> Big changes coming to Netflix, Jim. Yep, yep. Couple things we want to tell you about. First of all, you know when uh, you've been watching for a while and that message pops up, it says... Are you still watching? Yeah, a little passive aggressive warning. Yeah. The voice the voice that you read the message in is Are you still watching? <laughs> Are you still watching this? <laughs> How long have you been watching this? Oh my god. Yeah. You fat, lazy <laughs> piece of crap. You're still watching this? Oh, you're getting up. You must be going to do some chores. Oh, you're going to the fridge. Oh, you're coming back to oh, watch back. more of this? Hmm. I can't believe you're still watching this. <laughs> <laughs> well, Netflix, they they may be changing that message because it it is a little it is a little shaming. And they are going to give you the uh, the choice so you can respond either ask me again later, play without asking again, or I'm done. So you can turn that that feature off, that message off, so it doesn't keep asking you if you're still watching. Hmm. Now, the reason they want you to watch, they don't really care if, about your health. They don't want to know if you died on the couch. <laughs> they, they want to know if you fell asleep because, you know, it's, it's their business model. 
are you still actually watching the shows? Are you engaged or have you just dozed off and the, <laughs> the thing's just running in the background? You think they wouldn't mind that? It'd be like, uh, you know, because it just gets more and more views. They can tell their, you know, uh, advertisers or their investors yeah. that this is how many views we got, even though nobody's watching. Well, advertisers is the key because you know it's coming eventually, right? Oh, for sure. They need to start raking in the cash at some point. And case in point, Netflix in Canada will be raising prices for standard premium subscribers. Uh, the basic plan stays at nine ninety nine a month, but the standard monthly plan is going up by a dollar to fourteen ninety nine. Mm. And the premium plan is going up two dollars to eighteen ninety nine. <sighs> Remember when it was five bucks a month? Or yeah. I think it was seven when I first got it. They they hooked you. Mm. It, it's like the drug dealer. They give you the first one free, right? <laughs> so you first keep taste coming back for more. Yeah. Hey, kid, you want to fly? <laughs> I got something that'll really make you fly. It's called Netflix. <laughs> $7.99 a month. Zone in. Zone out. Whatever what's, you want. What's $7.99? You'd pay that to rent one movie at Blockbuster Video. You can afford it. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I, I had to Google what the difference is between premium and regular Netflix. Uh-huh. All it is is just de- high definition. Which you th- you'd think in this day and age is a pretty important feature to have. I guess, I, yeah, you'd think that'd be standard, but... Uh, no, standard definition I mean, standard. You'd think that'd be normal. Yeah, you think everyone would have yeah. high definition, but there you go. Netflix is raising the price, depending on your package, by $1 or $2. And you know, it's just going to be a matter of time before it goes up again. Mm-hmm. And they, they ask you... You still watching? <laughs> Are you, you still paying for this? You're paying $25 for this and you're still watching it? What is wrong with you? Taz and Jim, phone it in Friday. Oh, I'm excited about this one, Jim. Phone it in Friday here and we just got a, a long distance call. Ooh. Uh-huh. Remember before there was a global pandemic, like the week before, you and I were down in Florida, right? Yes. We spent a week at Margaritaville Beach Resort, and then we went our separate ways. You went with your girlfriend, Sarah, and I went with my family and met up with some friends in Fort Myers Beach. Now, uh, my buddy Nolsey was down there at the time, and he and I found this little bar called Hurricane Tina's. And the reason we wanted to check this place out, even though it's just this, this tiny little bar in a strip mall, is because we heard that the bartender there is 92 years old. Her name is Betty. Yeah. Well, Nolsey, the king of uh, Port Stanley, Ontario, Nolsey is down in Fort Myers Beach right now. Huh? Hey, Nolsey. Good morning, Taz. Good morning, Jim. <laughs> hey, buddy. Are you, are you sitting with our girl right now? I am. Would you like to say hi to her? Absolutely. freaking lutely Put Betty on the phone. Hi, Ted. <laughs> Betty, what's going on? Uh, right at this moment, not a whole lot. <laughs> Are you guys at a bar right now at 8 in the morning? Yeah, we're working, and it is happy hour. Florida. Yeah, that's Florida for you. We went in, I think we were in there at 9 in the morning when we were down in Florida. 
Yeah, it was about that time. Yeah, and you are the, you're the bartender every day. To be honest, Betty, I was pretty worried about you hearing about COVID nineteen, knowing that you're working behind the bar, surrounded by all those people. But you've been doing okay. Everything is great. Yes. Good. Ninety two years old. I loved sitting with you when when we were there last, and you were telling us about uh, how you drink beer every day. We're like, what's the secret to a long life? And you said, well, I have a, a couple beers every day. Correct. Well, my secret to a long life is work hard and party hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So you have a couple beers after work every day. You're still there. The regulars are doing all right. You haven't uh, haven't had any uh, cases of COVID in Hurricane Tina's? No, everything is, everybody is doing great. It's business as usual down there in Florida, isn't it? Didn't the governor lift all the uh, regulations around COVID? Well, not completely, but uh, it's getting back to normal a little bit. We're talking to 92-year-old Betty. She's the bartender, the day bartender at Hurricane Tina's in Fort Myers Beach in Florida. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Um, yeah, but two weeks from today, I'll be 93. Holy, Holy cow. Like, this must Happy be some sort of record, birthday. right? Have you ever been contacted by, like, the Guinness Book of World Records or something? Like, most seasoned bartender? We have checked it out because we were going to put me on it, but there are three people older than me. One is 101. No. Well, you can beat that. I'm going to. Well, just be careful with what's going on. Don't don't breathe too deeply in there, Betty, (laughs) surrounded by all those people right now. This is another interesting fact about Betty. She also likes doing some modeling. Um, She gets her, her boobs painted every year correct most every year but i'm not doing it this year no boob painting this year betty oh i'm not going to fantasy fest too many people with the what's going on today yeah good so when you say uh painting your boobs like you go with like a theme or something like that or just different colors well it depends upon the theme every year fantasy fest has a different theme uh-huh. And you get painted sort of according to the theme of things. Well, Betty was showing us some pictures when we were sitting at the bar, and uh, I remember the pumpkins. One year you had your mm. your boobs painted like pumpkins, and, you know, very topical right now being Halloween season. Oh, yeah. That was a good picture. <laughs> it sure was, Betty. It's burned in my mind. I, I know a few people who are worried that their uh, their pumpkins are turning into squashes the older they get. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be careful. (laughs) Uh, We'll have a better time next year. Betty, you stay safe. I'm so happy. I Truly, we were thinking about you, and I was wondering, God, I hope Betty's okay, because we're hearing news about Florida and and how uh, things are being handled differently down there. So I'm glad to hear you're doing all right. You keep your distance from that Nolsey character, okay? Oh, he's done with me. Are you done there? It sounds like Betty's done with us. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, she thought you were done with her. Yeah, but anyways, he wants she wants to say something to you. Okay, Todd. Betty, go for it. I have a girlfriend up in Canada, Patricia Wagner. I don't know if she's listening, but if she is, hello. Well, there's only one radio station in Canada, so she's probably listening. <laughs> <laughs> How old's Patricia? How old's Patricia? I don't know. Uh, okay. She doesn't know, but my guess is 60. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's, she's her, her young friend, Patricia. Yeah. Uh, Betty, I'm, we're... I'm, 
I'm crushing my third beer right now. Okay, Nolsey. <laughs> Nolsey, get out of here, and you be safe, too. Will do, pal. Okay. I love you guys. Yeah, and tell Betty we're going to call her back. We need to talk history. Betty has been around forever. The things that she has lived through. we got to call her back and get her oh, perspective yeah. uh, on a future show here. What was the Spanish flu like? Was it a lot like COVID? <laughs> right. Yeah. Tell us, which was your favorite world war? <laughs> Incredible. 92-year-old bartender, Betty. Taz and Jim, phoning in Friday. We've got Mike on the line. Hey, Mike, what's up, man? I was hoping to call in with enough time that someone could call back and answer me. Now, I drive a heavy vehicle for a living. It's a little wider than a, than a car. Uh-huh. And uh, I just want to know, what is the attraction? Why do cyclists ride their bicycle right on the line of the bicycle lane? Now, I'm trying to be fair because I ride a bicycle myself. I love getting around. Um, it's good. It's good for the earth. It's good for me. My question to you is why are the earth to them is why are they riding on the white line right on the outside of the bicycle lane? If they want me to give them three feet space. Yeah. And they're putting bike lanes in everywhere. So why wouldn't you ride in the middle of the bike lane? Because that's kind of the purpose of the whole thing, right? Exactly. That's my. I just don't get it. I don't know why. They're so we've had on phone it in Friday. We've had cyclists call in and complain about motorists, but you wanted to be the motorist calling and complaining about the cyclists. Well, I love. Like I say, I love the earth. I love riding my bicycle everywhere I go. I usually. I'm the guy on the sidewalk, and I'm not trying to bother anybody. Uh-huh. Uh, when I when I'm driving in my car or my truck, <laughs> I don't understand why everybody has to be right on the road and stop traffic. It used to be. Uh, a violation if you were not keeping up to the speed of traffic. It used to be a ticket. Now they actually hold up traffic for miles, especially Wonderland Road, which I'm sure this will induce a phone call. There's bike paths up and off the curb, and still the cyclists have yeah. to ride on the road. This is another one of those things where you just have to realize there's other people that live in the world. I think that's the solution to this problem. And be courteous of other people. And if you're in the bike lane, stay in the middle. If you're driving and you have to go around a cyclist, please use caution, right? Excellent. Okay, thanks, Mike. Hey, Taz and Jim, who's this? My name's Mike. I was just listening to the radio there, and that truck driver called in and asked why the bikers are riding about three feet off the, off the curb. The outside line of the bike lane. Yes, that's right. Well, I gave up my car for a year as a challenge, so I ride bike every day now, and... Uh, I am one of those guys that ride along the line, and the reason is um, the city does a terrible job of keeping the streets clean of gravel and debris. Uh-huh. So uh, three feet from the curb is like, you know, the tire tracks push all the dirt over into the mm. cycling lane. Uh, you cyclists are never happy. <laughs> we put in the lanes, and then the lanes are too dirty for you to ride in? What is this nonsense? Well, I got skinny tires on the bike, and they they aren't very hard to pop the tires. So, uh, well, is it worth is it worth getting hit by a truck? No, not at all. Not exactly, at all. get in the middle of the lane. <laughs> I do pop a tire instead of inconveniencing everybody and risking <laughs> your life. I hear you. I hear. I don't want to inconvenience drivers. I I, use, I drive all the time myself. I drive truck as well. Actually, I'm a truck driver too. Okay, so, so I, you got it. I get it. But there's the explanation as to why a lot of cyclists won't stay in the middle of the lane. That's exactly why. I try and get in the bike lane as much as possible, but there is a lot of debris. 
Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.